0: Broadcasting from a dark basement office, the FBI's
1: most unwanted presents the X Files podcast.
0: Well, Joshua, here we are. We are back for two. Shy, shy. Hush, hush. Mm. Yeah, man, we are. Uh, we're coming in hot. And let me tell you something. This is the first time ever on this podcast that my expectations for what I was going to watch versus what I watched <laughs> were completely, completely destroyed. Really, in the best of ways. Yes, I. If you don't remember, I, think I, I undersold re- this one. Maybe, dude. I. It was undersold. Number one. Number two. The fucking. I was like, Are you sure this isn't going to be a, a, a TV watch? Because. Let's go back to IMDB, which says shy overweight women are being pursued online by a suit who reports them with Italian poetry. The women are being found dead. Their corpse is stripped of flesh. Dude, I thought this was going to be hilarious.
1: <laughs> Whoever wrote that may be fired.
0: How about? I mean, how it's about, accurate, but not. How about sexual predator leaves a string of bodies <laughs> along Cleveland with <laughs> weird clues that can, you know, like it's so this episode was great. Yeah. Dude, it's wicked good. I was so, I, I'm watching it going, wow. To the point where, and you and I don't usually do this, I broke radio silence and I was like, this episode's gross, so legit. What did I say? Legit. Uh, I couldn't believe how good it was. I think you
1: said I fucking love it. It's so fucking good. Yeah. we I had we, no idea. We very rarely, um, very rarely spill the beans before we really get going. Yeah, man. What a fucking app. Yeah. It, there's so much going on.
0: Um So I'm just gonna keep going. Can I keep going for a minute? Go, go. Here's what I love about this. Here's what I love about this. This episode is the bad guy is very menacing. You kind of feel for the victims. Which which was a problem with last week, right? Correct. You Mulder and Scully are doing real police work. Like it isn't just in other words, Mulder's hunch about you know, fat sucking vampire (laughs) is more of a joke. (laughs) But it doesn't lead them anything special. They do hard fucking police work. They work with local law enforcement. They're fucking checking names off lists. They're making task force. They're going fucking door to door. They're calling these people, those people. This is a true blend of the creepiness that could be x that that is X Files and the real police work of they're tracking this guy down. and And that was just so cool to me. It's such a good episode. I don't know, man. It was very, very compelling. Um, I loved the way... It, uh, the payoff at the end was so good because the person that's being victimized who almost becomes like... You're you you, you you're rooting for the woman at the end, right? You're like, oh, this poor woman who's going through this shit and the insecurity and the bullshit she has to deal with being a little bit older. And then she gets to be the one that fucking shoots this guy dead at the end. I just thought that was so perfect. Yeah. Um, just what a... What a good episode. And yes, you really coming off of the list, you really feel for the victims and the and boy, the the monster in question has such a vampiric nature about him. And we get to see him using his disgusting abilities to cause harm. And unlike the list, which was just like we were seeing the aftermath of death and then one creepy scary guy runs the ward into the tree. This is really different, man.
1: Boy. You really nailed it. It's such a good app, dude. I watched it like three times. Definitely. So way better than I remembered. Yeah. I agree with that for sure. But I kind of remember like what it was about. And then I was like watching it and I was like, huh, I kind of thought this was like not like a great one. Yeah. I'm like, this is fucking really good. A couple things you said in particular. I love the, how you picked up and I hadn't even thought to put it in this way, but how yes, Mulder has that crazy hunch and he's pretty much spot on, right? Sure. But it does not affect the investigation, right? Right. That, that, that leap of illogic is not what makes them, you know, end up saving anyone, solving it, getting down to the bottom of things. He, he just so happens to be right. And it's interesting. And it gives up, you know, the, the viewer a perspective on what is actually, you know, possibly going on from a monstrous kind of way. Right. But it doesn't affect what they're doing and they're doing a lot of shit. They're doing so,
0: so much shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. and coming right on, on the heels of the list, which I think we, we both ended up as a like on the list, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Not the strongest like, though. No, no. No. Because of the reasons we mentioned, right? Right, yeah. And uh, yeah, this one kind of hits it, hits uh, everything. It, you, have, you have you the great bad guy. Yes. A lot of people compare him to Donnie Faster. I like it. I yeah. really like that. I mean, it, it's a... It's a male serial killer who is maybe, uh, well, definitely in this case, a literal monster in a way, preys on women, and has just a very uncomfortable air. Yes. He's soft-spoken, but he has
0: an air of menace about him and mystery. Mm. And, and by the way, very well directed, of course, David Nutter, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, he directed The Reigns of Castamere. Um, I mean, one of the most shocking move, moments in television history belongs to this director. So, and many other Game of Thrones episodes that were great. And, you know, it's funny, this whole thing with the bad guy, dude, there's, who, man, it's, um, he has something about him, this particular guy. Um, his name's Timothy Carhart. The actor. Yeah. The actor.
1: Virgil Encanto. That's good a good name. Yeah, kind good of a vamp- name. vampiric name. It is. It is
0: a bit of Encanto. a vampire for sure. Um, is he only ever in one episode of The X Files? Because boy, does he look familiar. Like he's been in more than one. But I, guess uh, I not. think this
1: is it. <clears throat> the yeah. um, the landlady. She's been in a couple before. Sure. Um, what's her name? There. Uh, not Lauren. What the hell is the landlady's name?
0: Uh, is it? It's not Joanne. It's not <sighs> Jesse. Jesse's the daughter. Jesse's a it Jennifer.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, no, it,
0: it's, well, I think it's, I think it's Monica, actually. Monica. Yeah, Monica's oh, no. her name.
1: Oh, I think. Um, Glennis Davies. Oh, boy, that's a piece. Um, yeah, but, uh, I, no, I don't think he has, you know, and what I thought was interesting about him, too, is that you, you mentioned the vampire thing, because obviously there's the. The solo predator. The solo
0: that's predator. That's using charm as a weapon. That's vampiric to me.
1: Yes, and, and literally feeding off. Part of the life essence of someone else, mm-hmm. also very vampiric. Sure. Um, mixing in sexuality, right? Yes, that's, for that's sure. That's a very yep. common thing in vampiric legends and lore and whatever. Right. Um, it's always
0: compelling because of that, because, because of holding that, those two elements in tension, right? Yes. S- sex and danger.
1: It, and it's always, it's not, very rarely do you see vampires, they always have this charisma, this charm, this manipulation, but it's not like a, you know, this, you know, this winning smile and they're really nice and warm. Sure, It's this, it's always a mysterious kind of dangerous charm. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that when, like you flick a, it's deliberate. You flick a, it's not a charming person. It's a, it's an act they put on. Yeah. Cause you it's, flick it's, that.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You knock on his door, landlady, and you're not, he, you're not a prey that he's I lo- interested in. I, I
0: love that scene, dude, for exactly what you just said. Not a prey he's interested in. I really want to get into this,
1: but keep going. And like, it, it just, it doesn't even compete. He's not even going to waste, you're just inconsequential. You're yeah. not, He's not going to use any of his powers, any of his um, force of personality or will. It's just a, l- let me end this conversation as soon as possible so I can get back to the hunt. Correct. It's
0: very much a... Um, it vampirism to me is very much like narcissism and sociopathy like to the nth degree right mm, I like if, that. It, when done as as a predatory uh sort of experiment in writing because you're right you become so inconsequential to him which is fascinating because you know she's when you when you look at the women he's going after you're like this is kind of in his wheelhouse because i understand that these women are sort of be overweight but i'm like yeah i mean like a little bit older but I, it's it's interesting how our how how we have changed our our opinion on what is and isn't overweight. Like the first victim supposed to be 160 pounds. I'm like, what? That girl was 160? <laughs> no fucking way. No way. Maybe 140. Yeah, they're fucking, overweight
1: in that they're not like models. Like you're a bantam weight. Like <laughs>
0: you're not. You know what I mean? Like relax. It's interesting. Yeah, they're not models, but like it's funny because it, it's so dastardly. It's so it's so cunning and
1: conniving yeah, and to, I, to
0: prey on their insecurity, you know? Dude,
1: jumping right to the end, <clears throat> when he talks, you know, after he's in custody, sort of that little epilogue sequence. Yes. And he says, uh, you know, Mulder kind of gives his little spiel and then walks out. And I think it's just Virgil and uh, and Scully. And he says something, maybe he said it was Mulder there. I m- might be misremembering. But he says, um, I, we both... Got something we needed out of it because yes, I'm sorry. Mulder says, if I'm not incorrect, you you didn't just feed on their bodies; you fed on their minds. You know, you preyed on these insecurities. Um, and and he looks at it as hey, you know, they 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 wanted attention and you know love and to make them feel special and whatever. And you know, right? I wanted the fucking fat slurpee. Absolutely, I I wanted a
0: fucking big gulp of adipose tissue. Does that make me a criminal? Well, then, (laughs) goddamn it, I'm a criminal. (laughs)
1: I always think of, uh whenever I think of fat, like whenever I think of human fat. I know what you think of. Do you want to guess? Fight club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking <laughs> dude. Of course. Coming out of the dumpster and then when he hooks it on oh. the chain link fence oh. and it starts pouring out and he gags, he's like, the way
0: oh. the way Ed Norton sticks his hands out all like <laughs> stiff. Oh, <laughs> we sell their fat oh. asses back to them. That's <laughs> so fucking gross, dude. I always think of that too. It's so gross, man. But yeah, I tell you, it's what a what an interesting, what an interesting episode, an interesting character study on, on Too Shy, I guess is he's got many names, but to So there's the method of the hunt. It's it's funny because I'm thinking to myself, it's not is it gonna be interesting to for the, for the quote-unquote action to take place through a chat room. But it does. It does work because we do see, we always transition. You know, it's it's the it's the stages of the seduction, so to speak. It's the, right. okay, <laughs> let me talk to this person. Let me make them feel like I care what they're saying, which is really dark, right?
1: Yeah, th- this goes back to what you said, the the episode synopsis. Shy, over-eight women are being pursued online. Like, that doesn't Correct. sound fucking interesting. No, it doesn't. But it's only set up online. Correct. And
0: and that's the opening, like the opening salvo, right? Is that he's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to make these women feel like what they're saying matters and that I am interested in their mind because of their own insecurities about their body. And then I'm going to be the person that sees past their own insecurities. Like even if the first, even if the first girl in the car isn't like, she's not an ugly person.
1: Like did, Can I just break and add to what go. you're saying? <laughs> Danielle Cutter and Sarah Lott in the chat said that that first victim uh, looked like uh, a bit like Scully. Sarah Lott said, My boyfriend said, fat Scully. In my notes, <laughs> parking in a creepy spot, uh, creepy spot with fat Scully. <laughs> yeah. 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 She next thing look- you
0: know, that bitch goes keto, and you're like, God damn. Damn, girl. Oh poor. And I like how they contrast the first girl with the roommate who's like a smoke show.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, all all they, legs. They dress oh, her down a little bit. To try they to try like, don't, so bad. be, like, bad. too hot. <laughs> they try so bad to dress her down. Yeah. Dude, that bitch. Imagine you look like that, and that's a roommate, and you know she's like, do you want to go for a drink? She's, just like, totally using Oof. her as a self-esteem booster. Yeah. Piece of shit. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, she's not, none of the women she's are not, no. terrible looking. No, they're not
0: ugly people. Like, they're not. You, yeah, Ellen's a little ugly. The last one. Well, she's a lot older. Yeah. Like, I, she's way, that's why I thought, wow, she's way out of his wheelhouse from an age point of view. Because, like, they if you read the synopsis of this episode, it says the landlady's like 35. I'm like, what?
1: Mm. I was going
0: to go like 45. Yeah. It was the 90s, but, though.
1: Yeah. It's, it's true. true. Hold up like they do now. Different type of living back then. Yeah. and Yeah. But you're right, though. Like, the overweight is, a, like, marginally. Yeah. Marginally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, just enough to be, like, insecure, maybe, about
0: it. Absolutely. And, hey, hey, here news tip, everybody's insecure a little bit. Yeah. Right? right. About so, something. Right, about something. Yep. Be it they're not funny enough or, or <laughs> handsome enough or their body sucks or— I'm insecure because my penis is just too big. <laughs> <laughs> I just work too hard. What one of your weaknesses? I care too much. I care too
1: much. I Fucking work too hard. My penis is too big. Kill I'm- yourself. God damn it. It's not true. (laughs) Nobody's ever said that. (laughs) Nobody ever said, nobody ever said, ow, this hurts. Yeah, I've never heard that either. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Anyway. Anyway. Um, Whenever you're ready, cowboy. No, no, I started. (laughs) No, no, no. no, we're going.
1: We're We're going. We're on the five yard line, actually.
0: (laughs) Hurt me, tiny balls. Hurt me. Uh, Fuck. So, uh, no,
1: but... (laughs) (laughs) first Um, victim that's where we were were you you gonna go somewhere with that before i derailed this probably
0: but i'll try to get back to it so first victim is a girl she's insecure she's in her car he's there and he's talking about he knows it's funny because what we know about this guy is that he did look for like big and beautiful so to speak i believe that was how it started in aberdeen like like Mulder was saying Mm mm-hmm and then he signs up for this online service with one of those women's credit cards that he stole. That's an interesting detail that I missed on the first watch. Yeah, sloppy then, as fuck, right? Super sloppy. And then, um, but that's that's the juxtaposition of the cool, calm, collected hunter is that the hunger is always gnawing away at him, and it makes him fuck up.
1: <sighs> yes, I right? love that part. Me the hunger too. makes him sloppy, like yep. like squeeze, right? Yeah, tombs, A thousand percent. It's 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 that. That visceral hunger, when you have this this essentially an apex predator, right? right, this monster very capable, but his 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 weakness is is that hunger. When it gets too strong, when that urge gets a little bit too much, he's gonna take risks. He's gonna do things that he might, you know, normally take a much more, you know, measured tactical approach.
0: And the eyes rolled back in his head, and it was all <laughs> screaming and hollering. <laughs> Oof, brutal, Fuck, man, Quint. So, right. uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> screaming and hollering. That's so dark when he says it that way. <laughs> yeah. Hollering—that's such <laughs> a horrible word. All <laughs> oh, shot the <to> death. <laughs> What's that fucking line? All, all shot to hell and dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's terrible ways to describe fucking going out. I know. Those there's, uh, there's are two good ones. Sc- all the screaming and hollering.
0: But um, no, it's... uh, Yeah, so he... In, and we see that, but I'll, I'll get to the, the fucking up with the hunger in the first place. But here's a guy who is who is zeroing in on a specific type of person. Now, for whatever reason, his vampiric nature is that that he survives off of adipose tissue. So you're not gonna go after thin bitches or muscular men, you know. I guess he could have gone after fat guys. Um but no, he goes after these overweight, quote unquote overweight women. You know, it's not like I was expecting to see like a six hundred pound life chick in one of these cars. But
1: Right. And kind of like if you need
0: the fat, dude, you could do a lot better. You could cut a swath you could shut that show down.
1: <laughs> the <That laughs> show'd be over. Dude Go to a to a uh, Bojangles in, in Bojangles, Georgia, yes, and, and stake that bitch out, and you will you'll be like a snake. You'll get one, and then you'll just go sleep for a week. <laughs> That's right, dude. You'll That's be right. all set, baby. Dude, no. have you ever had Bojangles? No. Oh yeah, you were in Florida? No, no, didn't have in Florida. No, <sighs> Booberry biscuits. Mm. Oh. It's like an angel coming in your mouth. They there. never had them. I don't think they, they so might've had them
0: in North good. Florida, but they weren't. I don't remember yeah, seeing any down I th-
1: there. I think it's like a South Carolina, Georgia mostly kind of thing. I mean, we had like Country Kitchen and shit like that. <sighs> Got it. And uh, Denny's was
0: big down there. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, so dude, he, he he goes and he just gives this girl everything she wants to hear. You know, it's, we're supposed to believe, and you know, he's not a bad looking guy, but we're supposed to believe that that these women believe that he is out of their league and he knows it. That's a complicated sentence, but you get you catch yes. my drift. Yep. He's aware that they're aware that he's out of their league. So he's using that to his advantage. Yeah. It's and fucking twisted. It's super twisted. And he and he also he also does it in a way where he's very careful. And what I mean by that is he doesn't say stuff like, No, you're so beautiful. I see the beauty in you. He doesn't do that. He, he doesn't want to fucking spook the quarry so what does he do he talks about them intellectually like oh the way you said stuff the way you see the world like that whimsical artist seduction bullshit like yeah. the guy with the fucking beret is gonna fuck your girlfriend one day that's the guy <laughs> that's the shit he says like oh i love the way you see the fucking world oh my god you're such a unique vision like fuck you first of my all. friend
1: kyle Ugh. you mean kyle Come on, Kyle. He's just
0: my friend. Yeah. He wears more rings than fucking Gandalf. Stay away from him. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> fucking guy has a goddamn wizard sleeves. Get him out of here. I will fucking shoot uh. that guy without hesitation.
1: <laughs> shoot and shovel. Fuck. All right. So, um. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Go. I'm I'm <clears throat> blathering. No, I like what you're saying. It's got my mind spinning. If you had to break it down to a percentage, how much of the the drive for his victims is actual physical or whatever you want to call it hunger, the actual thing that he needs from them, the adipose, the fat, sure, and how much of it is the psychological thrill of the manipulation and the the seduction? What do you? It's think? it's for, such for a Virgil good, from his perspective. It's such a good question. I love this question.
0: It's very thought provoking. Because if I think about a vampire, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna keep coming back to vampire because I have experience in with vamp. I'm a vampirologist. I don't know if you know this, but um, <laughs> I do. They're one of <laughs> your people, I think. On on a quiz, showed. <laughs> <laughs> so vampires are interesting in that as they age, they become so detached from humanity that simple manipulations, which may seem cruel to other people gives them zero pleasure it's just a means to an end right but but that's in regards to something that's old and ancient and removed from humanity with with within In infanto what
1: infanti, what's his name incanto in flagrante just kidding. in Kanto well, interestingly enough um Kamalita said that a a canto is a a part of an epic poem so it could be interesting oh interesting maybe, maybe that's part of where the because I th- I think we do get the impression it's a made-up name too awesome but i did not
0: know that yeah but that does make total sense um so yeah this back to back to the pleasure so i i'm saying that I'm, I'm getting off base just to just to kind of get cute but to go back to him specifically i think that it is a part of it but i don't think it's a giant motivating factor for him i think it's a means to an end I think it gives him pleasure because as it works, he realizes he's closer to his goal. Okay, do you see what I'm saying? Yep, it's just kind of like uh, it's blood a lot of water, it sort is. of thing. Yep. <clears throat>
1: All right. Yep. Interesting point from Greg Dawes, and this could just be a writing thing. This is kind of the episode they want to make, but um, he and uh, Miss Kota both kind of Kota indicating it's more the thrill than than the actual physical hunger. Um, Greg says it's why he doesn't go after fat guys. Interesting, because you know that would just be all right. I need to eat, need to feed. So why how is about it this? why is it only women? Why is this his only method? I mean, maybe
0: I, maybe because he is better. Maybe because he is better at manipulating women and overpowering them if necessary. Okay, like I don't want to be an asshole. Biologically speaking, women are easier prey. Yes, there's a lot of mitigating circumstances. There's training. There's weapons, but we see with the way he operates, he's not, he's, not got any, he's not a guy who is kicking down doors and rushing up into bedrooms with a fucking mask on. Right, he's a guy right. who uses seduction to get close, and it might be a little bit more difficult to pull this off on, on heavier set people. It also appears that it's, it's administered through some kind of kissing, and to be perfectly frank from a matter perspective, I don't think X-Files is prepared to tell a story about a, a gay fat vampire. <laughs> <laughs> who went after men. That's that's me just being honest about that. that I yeah. don't think they were ready to tell that story. I think they were trying to give it a kind of vampiric spin.
1: Yeah, remember how much shit they got for that, um, what the fuck was the episode where the dude who goes to the club, but he's like a gender changing and he seduces both. It's called Gender Bender, right? Yeah, I think it. so. Um, but I think oh. <laughs> they, got, they got railed on, especially nowadays. People just oh, go yeah. back and get their, yeah. you get like a, um, plant their flags in the ground baby you get a badge like a fucking cub scout badge your woke badge for like shitting on like stuff from 25 Absolute. years ago that, yeah <laughs> it's like of a different time and place <laughs> that's
0: why it's so ironic that Go people yourself that's why i think it's so ironic that statues of you of, of robert e lee are torn down by people who look exactly like him <laughs> it's like the most <laughs> weird giant beards and weird <laughs> weird ways to dress that's the weirdest thing in the world,
1: <laughs> and they take <laughs> pictures like they're in the Civil
0: War. Yeah, they With literally look like the ghost of Robert E. Lee, <laughs> and they're pulling down statues
1: of Robert Lee. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so, random question:
1: Have you ever, uh, you do ever do, you ever do uh, online dating of any kind? Never, 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 hmm.
0: not once. I have no. I'm not against it. I think go for it yeah i'm not i'm not opposed to it but yeah never it's always yeah. been like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend or yeah
1: it's been my style. I, somebody I, I worked with <laughs> tried <laughs> it like, once when i was in north carolina because it was fucking slim pickings no shit got this thing called plenty of fish nice yep tried tried it once got an account like you know talked to a couple people i think i actually met up for one with one person i'm like i'm not doing this ever again didn't go well. It's <clears> just <throat> weird. It's been refined. I don't even. That was a while ago for you. What Was that a decade ago? Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just over. Yeah. It, like I, I, don't even like going on a date. Like I can. I don't, yeah, I, don't I can like, count on one hand with spare fingers the amount of times I've like gone on a date with somebody that I didn't know. Yep. yep. It's it's not fun. No.
0: It's so awkward, and it's also the best place to observe, like <laughs> to <laughs> observe human deception.
1: Grind <laughs> Campbell, is that's what my handle on Grinder was in the chat? Oh, you piece that's good of
0: shit. shit. That's good shit.
1: Kids What's quick. it like being a lockdown in uh, Detroit? Probably not much different than uh, yeah. than normal. Yeah, I wonder no if kidding. they even know that anything's going on.
0: <laughs> Somebody sent a few carrier pigeons. They never returned. Mm. Somebody ate them.
1: Well, just another reason to uh, join us in the live chat. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, did yeah. I interrupt you? Where were we? <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to it. Opposed <laughs> to it, nice. So
0: uh, I don't know. No, it's um, it's just a thing. It's my, uh my thought. By the way, would be
1: fifty-fifty. No. Okay, it's between um thrill and like physical hunger. But I like what you said about there being like a direct corollary. C- co- corollary correlation oh. between what correlation. him and women. Sure. Um, between the the th- the pleasure he gets from the thrill from the hunt and the actual. Um, that's putting it in like a very predator kind of way. Yeah. That it's not like, he's not enjoying the manipulation for the manipulation's sake. He's enjoying it just because he knows he's closer to his goal. I think is pretty much what you said. Yeah. But I am willing to entertain some of the thoughts in the
0: chat because the reality is, is he could just club fat guys on the back of the head and just suck them dry. Right. He doesn't have to be an artist about it, but maybe that's just, you know, if you wake up with this hunger and this is what you do and you are interested in, poetry and in artistry you're probably not going to then grab a fucking pipe wrench
1: right maybe I, if you
0: used to be in a motorcycle gang yeah that would be your approach <laughs> if you lack those artistry talents that would I'm, be I'm, what I'm, you, I'm,
1: you, you know. What <laughs> I mean? i'm sure he didn't pick up the italian poetry like just to be like well i need a thing i'm gonna right. learn italian and get into poetry like i'm sure he had a genuine interest in it it's what he did sure. for a living he gravitated towards and they used it as that thing and dude yeah, i didn't everybody know that guy like everybody, in high school? The poetry everybody. guy? Poetry quoting guy who'd write- The worst. Like,
0: the worst.
1: I hate it.
0: I kiss her mouth. She grabs mine. We exchange phone numbers. She gives me her keys. I say I don't care. She walks away. I chase her. She turns around. I walk away. It's like, okay, dude. You're fucking so brilliant. I don't even know what's happening right now. This is so good. She hands me a beer. I pour it out. Okay, bro. Cool. Honestly, Stop.
1: The quoting, quoting poetry passages.
0: Yeah. To get read, I
1: mean, come on. I'm not going to say I never did it. I'm
0: not going to say I didn't read Shakespeare because <laughs> somebody I knew liked it once. And I was like, this is fucking ridiculous, this shit. But I'm going to read <laughs> it anyway. It's super
1: hard to read. Am it's I super- dumb? I, dude, I said it every day. Dude, I... <laughs> I used to always, I would like try that shit and I'd be like, am I dumber than I think? I thought I was like a relatively intelligent person. I'm reading it. I'm like, this isn't fun, nor is it easy to understand. I'm like, is everybody just faking it when they're doing this? Everyone's just faking
0: it. <laughs> Carmelita, Virgil's such a romantic. He is. Rapidly sucks all the fat off your body.
1: <laughs> um, so I want to throw another uh, point of discussion at you. By so, all means. Um, and I'm actually going to bring segue into this with a listener comment since he's in the chat here. Miss um, Sarah Lot, At least she was. Yep, she is. Um, I really like how this episode explores women and what we have to contend with on a daily hmm. basis. Where do I even begin? Body image issues, having to fight for credibility for male counterparts, turning that fine line between being too nice to a creep and getting killed and the social shame of being <laughs> a bitch if you're not nice to the creep and above all. Protecting ourselves from those who would prey on the weaknesses these struggles can result in. Despite presenting this smorgasbord of insecurities, most of our ladies know how to handle themselves. Even the child is sharp enough to make critical observations of the crime scene, and she's blind. Conclusion Females are strong as hell. Okay. All right. So
0: I didn't hear any of that. I just hoped she was making me a fucking sandwich. (sighs) Uh,
1: (laughs) uh, I'm an ally for reading that. Just want everybody to know that I'm an ally. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Ooh, those are the biggest you think this fucking
1: italian guy is a snake
0: let me tell you something about the allies ladies and gentlemen fuck Ugh. snakes i oh dude if when a lot I lot of conversation points though we, we got to get to that but yeah
1: so i want to use that as just a jumping off point because obviously a lot of this episode because i think it's handled especially dude for 95 mm-hmm. handles some shit in a very kind of mature interesting way yeah and like on top of that too, they throw in the layer of, of Scully in her profession and how this fucking detective like looks at her. It's a little heavy handed at times, mm-hmm. but obviously it's it's dealing with some of the same stuff, women and, and and how they relate. So what do you think about the basically how the episode handles that? Let's talk about this as two white straight men.
0: All right, sure. Do you want to first talk about the, the police officer and his sort of bias against Scully?
1: Yes. All right. So, uh, and basically just, I mean, the, the, I guess as a writing perspective, using that, tying that all together, you can talk about on its own or just as a, as a, well, it's interesting you say that because if
0: I have one criticism for the episode, it's that it seems out of place and it does not connect back to the episode in a perpendicular way. It kind of just runs parallel to the episode. Yeah, Like, Hey, this guy's preying on women's insecurities. He's a monster. Sure. Awesome. That's like in and of itself a thing. But at the same time, I don't, I think that anybody who is a victim where death is the outcome is just as tragic as anybody with any insecurity that society views a certain way. In other words, I don't judge people for gender or race. If somebody is killed, that is a bad thing. I don't care if they're black. I don't care if they're white. I don't care if they're a woman or a man. Like I don't, I stay away from that collective thinking, which is, isn't it tragic that he killed this woman? I go, it's tragic that he killed a woman. And it's tragic if he killed a man. Like, I don't get into that bullshit. Do you know what I'm saying? That's just me personally. Identity
1: politics, groupthink. I don't
0: get into groupthink or identity politics. I think if you, he killed a blind girl. He killed a girl. She was blind. That's bad too. If he killed a different girl that wasn't blind, it would be just as bad to me. Like, that's just, I don't, I'm not a person who, in everyone's quest for equality, they do everything except talk about equality because they give people different points depending on what they are. And they seem to have this different value in the current social commentary. I don't believe in any of that. I think death is bad when people are murdered. It's bad. It doesn't matter what they are. And if we oh, start... It's not always bad. Nah, it's true. That's true. There's some enemies out there. Maybe not allies, but enemies. There's <laughs> enemies. <laughs> but that being said, to deal with what we have in front of us, which is we have, a, we have an episode that's, that's clearly showing predation against women and bigotry towards women, right? That's, that's what's happening in this episode. Now... Yeah. I don't, I, I, again, I think it's just, I look at it as on a case by case and individual basis when it comes to this kind of stuff, because I think this guy is a fucking predator and he's going after a prey that he knows that he can control and manipulate and do whatever he wants to. And that's just the biological, uh, uh, uh fucking predisposition of the way we are as chimpanzees, you know? He's like, well, if this fails, I will overpower her, which is exactly what he does when he fucks up and he has to go after the hookers, right? Yeah. Yep. He's got a different fight on his hands if that's a man. That's just life. For the most part, again, there's always exceptions to the rule. There's always going to be situations that are, are, are outliers. There's always going to be you fucking just slammed Ronda Rousey up against the wall. You're in big fucking trouble. Because she's going to drop a one-two on your fucking chin and put you on your ass, and then she's going to be all over you like a goddamn tiger, and you're not going to know what to do because you have no training, right? That's going to happen. Bones, either. Very, very. (laughs) Every once in a while, that's going to happen. Yes, that's true. (laughs) But because this guy is a softer guy, he doesn't look like he's a fighting man. He's again, if this was a fucking biker, he'd probably be clubbing dudes on the back of the head because he knows he can. This guy is going after what he knows he can. So all that bullshit aside, I'm off topic. I'm sorry. I think the stuff with Scully is completely believable. I think that this guy could be like, Whoa, this I think it's weird that he's like, "Whoa, a woman doctor. I mean, it's not 1950. <laughs> like, that's kind of a dumb line to me. Like, so many doctors are women. There's more women in, in healthcare, right? Is that a stat? I'm just going to pull it out of my but ass there's like There's more it is. male
1: doctors. There's more women. Overall, probably, in, the, in, in healthcare, if you're talking to gotcha, gotcha. and I wonder,
0: Yeah, and I bet that's going to start shifting. I've seen, I, I see a ton of women doctors. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, but here's what I do know. That he, m- m- I come from a very single, I know people are like, Dean hates women now. I don't. I come from a single mom who's tough as shit, who was in law enforcement. And she went through all this fucking bullshit and told me about it. Um, especially when she worked for the prison system. It was tough in like 88 1988. Cool. So, like a few years before this. But then it was a lot of it. Uh, there were, there's always going to be assholes. There's always going to be bad people in every walk of life. And she said, once she proved that she could handle these guys busting her balls, breaking her chops, she said, they knew I was tough and that I had a fucking strong mind and they respected me. And it's not that uncommon for a little fucking, in it, in it, and it's not. That doesn't just happen to women. It happens more to women, 100%. 100%. Nobody's questioning that. But I just had a friend, this guy, Jay, that's all I'm going to say his name is. He worked for fucking the sheriff's department, worked in the prison system, lasted six months. He's like, it's not for me. And he's a super nice, soft, gentle kid. I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. I could have told you that going into it. You know what I mean? And my mom said there was always assholes. There was always going to be pieces of shit. But for the most part, she proved when inmates were like, yo, 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 and saying crazy shit to her when she worked on the adolescent wing, which is the worst, by the way. And people like—I mean, adolescents taking swings at you. And she fucking slammed their heads into the goddamn wall. It, you start to get respect. Like, okay, she, they're going to test you. They're gonna, it, it, they're fucking animals on the inside. And then you adopt this really tough persona in the prison system on the outside. And if your fucking person standing next to you, and I'm sure you can talk about this in the military— You don't care if there's a woman in the foxhole. She just has to be able to do all the shit. And I think sometimes there's a lot of testing that goes on. And then there's assholes, (laughs) which brings me back to assholes. (laughs) Everybody breaks everybody's balls. That's camaraderie. That's fun. I break your balls. You break mine. I break Matt's a lot. Matt breaks mine a little bit. But there's always camaraderie. And it's always like you're testing, pushing, seeing seeing if they can handle it, seeing if they can take a little bit, right? And then there's people who are just – super cruel and disrespectful. Like this guy doesn't even acknowledge Scully. He just turns around. He doesn't even (laughs) say hi. Like that's just being a terrible human being in my opinion. And that's something that people face, especially women with these old guard type people. He's an old timer. He's not even old enough to I know. He needs to be a little, he needs to be a little older for it to work for me. Dude, yeah.
1: This guy makes my fucking grandfather look like Matt Anderson. Yes. like, I mean, this guy is old timey, like civil (laughs) reconstruction, (laughs) reconstruction old timey. I mean, it's fucking a little outrageous, but you know, my favorite part about it all is, uh, is how Scully handles it, which is just like, you know, you can kind of see her sort of rolling her eyes to herself, but then just does her fucking job well. Dude. Exactly. Undeniable. What are you going to do? What are you going to fucking like, I just think it's good writing and it's good partner character because was she going to call him out make a big stink of it make a big like yeah you can say in a way like yeah that would be justified for her to tell this guy to you know fuck off that he's a hundred idiot but how many times has she been the situation she knows that like all right this is the fucking the bullshit i have to deal with the only way through it is to just show it and yep. and she kind of does and again it's it's a subplot it's not it, it ties into some of the bigger themes of the episode but at the end of the day when she's like I want to brief your officers before they go around. He's like, okay. I like,
0: love it. Yeah. Dude, I love that move by her. Power move.
1: Fucking love it. Love it. That's that's oh, the best shit. It's so good.
0: Yes, I agree. And that's something- And that, that is that,
1: not how that shit would be handled nowadays.
0: That reminds me in, of in everything writing. my mom ever said. The way the way Scully handles this reminds me of everything my mom ever said about when she was first. She was at fucking Bridgewater in Massachusetts um, before she moved down south and became a deputy. But that was it. It was- I'm gonna show these sons, like my you you guys think I got a chip on my shoulder? Shit, my mom was like, "I will fucking show you the world," like and she did. She made it through, and that was it. And you know, it helps. She's Isn't not that fucking song five. From Aladdin, I will show you the world. My mom's not five two. She had a friend named that was five two in that world, and that's a fucking tough. My mom's five eight. You know, weighing a like a buck fifty. Like she can fucking handle herself. Yeah. So, it's it's different, you know, she she had some physicality to her. It's got to be really tough if you're a tiny little thing. Yeah, um, it has to
1: be. And if you if your response to it is to say like to talk about it, you know, I, again, I'd seen it mostly in the military from like a personal perspective. It's fucking hard to. to be a woman, a woman in the military. It's really yes. hard, especially in the Marines. In the Air Force, not that bad, but whatever. You're a fucking <laughs> You're barely in the military. So Somebody told to me the they,
0: they, they make better fire pilots, but I don't, that was just sort of said. I don't know. I never really investigated that. Um, because I think men, g- genetically speaking, have better reaction times, but I think the, there's less G-forces on your smaller frame if you're pulling crazy, like, fucking I don't know. I mean, fighter jet speed. Like, six Gs, if you're 120 pounds, six Gs ain't as bad as if you're 170, you know?
1: Yeah, being, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Don't know. Not, not curious, my world. I did hear an interesting. I remember somebody writing an article. It was actually a, a female marine uh, captain. It was back when they first started talking about integrating the infantry, which she was against, and she'd done a deployment attached to an infantry unit. Anyway, she had an interesting like side corollary of maybe we should make um, submarines all female because on, on average, female, interesting, uh, women are smaller, so they're going yep. to use, they're going to take up less space. They're going to consume less um, perishables, calories, less food, air, yeah. water, whatever. And um, studies so show the females tend to work better um, in uh, physically compressed situations together. Something yep. like that. Um, just kind of like, oh yeah, food for thought. But um, yeah, man, you, you saw it a lot, and it was it's tough. And one of one of the things they really not to go off on a, on a whole different rant, but a, by all a thing means, that makes not your owed one, very fucking <laughs> challenging in that world is that they don't have the same standards. And that makes it very difficult to say, yes, this person should be able to do the exact same job. If they're not held to the same standard, it's difficult to say, you know, you yes. can support it in yes. principle, but then you're like, well, they don't have to do the same fucking thing. So, you know, it's, right. it's tough. And it's a it, it whole G.I. Jane
0: movie, right? The whole G.I. Yeah. Jane movie, which is fiction as fuck. But the idea was, and by the way, Vigo is great in that fucking movie. Oh, he's fucking awesome. Master Chief, he's fucking cool, right? Yep, yep. But it, it was never, it was, the, the whole point of that movie was, can you pull a man out of the water? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can, it was always that, can you do what they do? Type yeah. of shit. And then that movie gets utterly insane.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, there was, uh, back when that integration order finally came down, <clears throat> uh, my closest buddy in the Marines was an instructor at IOC, Emptory Officer Course, yeah. which is, um, Generally regarded as the hardest course uh, that the Marine Corps runs, and it's for the dudes that dudes in, and possibly women that were coming out of this are coming out and going to be platoon commanders. So you come out of here and you get put in charge of forty five, you know, Marines going down range front line. They're going to so, say swinging dicks, but go ahead. So yeah, swing swinging, swinging, <laughs> swinging dicks and clapping clams. You you know <laughs> you, you just made that up, fucker. You, you gotta <laughs> fucking know what you're doing, and they grind your shit into the dirt. And when this order came down, um, my buddy there and his uh, the IOC director was an officer that we had known from previous deployment. They said, "Roger that," and they said the only way this is going to work is if we hold women to the exact same standards, right. because that way. That's no literally equality, fucking, isn't it? No matter what, when they finally get out to the fleet, no one will be able to say shit. Right. Because in every other way, the standards aren't the same. The PFT standards, they don't have to, you know, what right. scoring's all different. And dude, it took, I think, four to five years for the first female to graduate. Hmm. It's just a matter of, of physiology. Women, sure. they, women were absolute studs that were going in there. And like 90% of them were drops due to um, fractures. Yeah, it's just, stress fractures, right? Stress fractures, just moving yeah. a lot with a lot of weight on your body. <clears throat> um, yeah. Like, you know, bone density is different, all this kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. But they all said, I was treated incredibly professionally. Like, in no right. ways, you know, I did the exact same things. So, two years ago, when the first female um, lieutenant graduated and went to pick up an infantry platoon, everyone in the Marine Corps knew that whoever whatever women start to come out of here are fucking going to 100 percent deserve it because they know what they're getting into they put their fucking head down they do the same exact shit and then they come out and you're like what the fuck are you gonna say so long-winded rant but to say like it goes back to how scully's dealing with this put your fucking head down do your fucking job yep you know you can't listen to all the fucking noise And prove it, you know? And and you can say it's unfair that she has to do that. Yeah, of course it's fucking unfair. But she also is just like, I'm not going to belabor the point. I'm going to do the the most efficient way to move forward and do my job. So, yeah, Yep. good shit.
0: Yeah, man. Good stuff. Awesome. And, uh, you know, one more thing that I will say, which I think is very interesting. As you know, Jessica is a huge fan of Survivor. I know you're thinking, how does this relate? (laughs) Dude, (laughs) they do physical challenges. And let me tell you, there's ones where clearly it's going to be due that wins— and then there's ones where the women win every fucking time. It's the weirdest thing in the world. And it's usually like holding, your, holding something up above your head for like, and they'll do it because they will be like time elapsed one hour and 37 minutes. And invariably, these like men who go there and sometimes they're a little bit too big, some are smaller, but it's these tiny little women that win those fucking challenges. Like they have this weird muscle endurance for little things that you, that you wouldn't expect. And it's interesting to watch it because that's like production fuckery in in a show like that where they're like, ooh, let's put up this challenge because it'll probably pump a couple dudes out. Or let's put up this challenge because it'll be, you know, like, so you, and I'm like, man, it's crazy. And every time she's watching it and she's watched it for fucking 15 years, I'm like, that is crazy that that, those particular certain types of little weird endurance challenges seem to always have women that win. Now, Hmm. there's a lot of different factors. Is there more men than women? Were there actual percentages? But yeah, little weird... Like holding yourself up, types of things, or sitting in a weird position for a very long time, the smaller frame in some of those challenges seems to really help them because the like the, the aches and the pains don't set in from the sheer mass of their bodies. It's yeah.
1: pretty wild. It's they pretty have wild. shown they have shown that women have a higher
0: pain threshold. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They shoot kids out of their pussies. <laughs> so, the
1: fuck, you think a guy's gonna do that? No, fucking Dude. out of commission. <laughs> yeah some some comic had a good bit about that (laughs) i'm sure but um
0: anywho anywho it's a rant kind of day it is but you know it makes sense i think i think this guy it's funny i don't he's just an asshole and in like do i think he's a morally like compromised person i don't think so i just think he's a fucking idiot that is not educated talking about detective cross here yes yes um you almost feel like as it goes on he gains a little bit of respect for her by just sort of agreeing without putting up a fuss like he makes his thoughts known and you yeah. know i i don't know it's it's a complicated topic because it's like what are we gonna do are are we like do we just want to persecute people who have old-fashioned ideas and never give them a the chance to change and just shame them into nothingness and like take their careers or do we or or do we hope that through education and maybe not shame or maybe through example and not shame that they somehow come around on what they thought was something that isn't the case? Do you know what I'm saying? Like which which Scully seems to be doing. Like she's not trying to shame him. She's not trying to get him in trouble. She doesn't appeal to Mulder. Mulder doesn't even offer a, a word about it, which I actually like because he's focused on, you know, dead people. And um and, and she just does her thing and she's like, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna prove not because i not because i feel like i need to prove to this guy anything because he has no power over me but because i'm going to just be who i am and maybe that example will will alter his opinion a little bit and i like to believe maybe it does a little by the end of the episode i don't really know he dies but um but you know what i mean like
1: it's it's i don't know
0: you get what i'm saying yeah yeah just all right
1: nothing more needs to be said <clears throat> i like it and like I, I think it came up early i think you you might have mentioned it but uh you know, a good, a good feather in the cap of this episode is, is Ellen herself. The, the victim turned lover, you know, turned. by the way, when he, can we
0: talk about the fuck up
1: um, when he has to hit up poor alley, poor, oh wait, poor, poor alley. Oh ho- yeah. 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 dude. By the way, bold move thinking you can, <laughs> you can going overcome up. a yeah, Cleveland just hooker.
0: Here's where all of our shit goes out the window. Let me tell you who knows how to fight a fucking prostitute, dude. You are a candy-ass poetry guy. Your only advantage is your size. That bitch is going to put a stiletto in your stomach. She's going to unzip you. Mm. So uh, you better watch your fucking ass going a Whore Alley, dude. Surprise because them bitches- them bitches come up in a tough way, man. Yeah. Nobody's like, I'm going to be a street walker because, you know, I, I went to school and did normal things with my life. I'm just like paying these, my
1: way through college. Yeah.
0: Whore Alley is a place to where you are going to get fucking slammed. And by the way, the whore that, the whore in the bald guy that finds the body that he attacked, that is a top shelf hooker. the uh, dude. That girl is beautiful. She needs to be doing this. She needs to be uh, like an escort.
1: Yeah, escort you need at to be,
0: Ritz, you know. Yeah. Fucking. Go to the fucking black tie event with Bill Gates. $3,000 a
1: night. Yes. Come on.
0: What are you Get doing? Really, really good cocaine. Let's like, work on her doing?
1: insecurities. Yes. What
0: are you doing, you dingus? That that's the move. That's true romance. I've been a hooker for exactly three days. Right. Yeah. That's that. She's <laughs> yep. fucking Alabama. Like, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> Get to the Ritz. Yeah. Not good. Not good. And you know, this is a good support for your uh, your hunger uh, ah. theory. Is that. A slop. Push comes to shove, right? He he misses. This is after he gets stood up by Ellen the first time, and he just fucking needs it. Yeah. So it's not. There's no hunt here. Right. Right. Just pick pick the pick the thickest prostitute. Yeah. And and get after it, dude. And now you're really playing with
0: fire. You're you're picking a prostitute that's going to be closer to you in weight and way more ferocious.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> is it's
0: risky business, baby.
1: Very risky.
0: Risky business. And plus, what if they what if the pimp's nearby? Yeah, not Man. a pimp to be seen. Yeah, fucking Stringer Bell rolls up. Now what? Yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. God, that's good
1: episode stuff. does not make you want to go to Cleveland, I'll tell you that much.
0: No, no. But um somebody in the chat, Amy Nicole Gonzalez says, "Have we not talked about how this episode is super Silence of the lambs E?" Oh Man, yeah. That's a very really much good point. so. Yep. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Wow, we're idiots actually. She said something hilarious in the chat. I
1: don't know if I can find it because it was way before. And Something about this would never happen to Latin girls because they're proud of their curves.
0: There's <laughs> <No>, <laughs> something about
1: how uh, every time she, she goes into a bar, she looks around and she does like a, a creep check. But if she saw this guy Virgil, she'd be like, yep, that's the guy I'm going home with. And she's like, it's a miracle I haven't been murdered yet. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing bad, badly. Bad, I tried to bad, find it. In other words, bad creep meter. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Buffalo she Bill.
1: Wait. She's a great big fat person. <laughs> so get, 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 get a hold of that guy. Get up in the truck. Get a hold of the truck. Man, I want to watch that again. I haven't seen that for a minute. It's so good. Shit. Um, so well, fuck, man. What? What? Uh, what else do you want to get to in this guy? I want to talk about the
0: um, the continued. He, he he he. So I want to talk about
1: the blind girl. I think she is great. Yeah. Let she, me tell you what this got some strokes of a. Young uh, child actor Natalie Portman, I thought.
0: I like it. You know what I was thinking? The chick that was in Indiana Jones. That fucks her name again. Uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh Jesus Christ!
1: Don't Lois remember. Lane.
0: Oh my don't, God! Don't Brian, you're actress? old. Tell us. That <laughs> <laughs> gave <laughs> him a little zinger.
1: Um, yeah, the girl she Jesse. She's sure.
0: so good because you w- we we talk about feeling something for these people. This child, her mom is killed. And, yeah, you know she, she has the uncomfortable moment before where she's like, "You always tell me about him, like she's like, "Oh my God, <laughs> excuse me Smells and like then soap, yes, Dish and soap. dude, her talking to Scully is painful. You get a sense of loss in this episode just from her performance alone, and that's so good.
1: It's a good point. She just definitely deserves a shout out, yeah. <laughs> that is um man, you talk about going if you want to cast it in the most direct light you talk about the change from the list to this and caring about the victims and, and those affected by the victims. Take the list and you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. To watching this girl, you know, br- you know, saw, crying, but not even totally, like still not, yes, strong enough to try to answer the question, try to help. And then when she asks like, why would someone do this? And you're Ugh. like, fuck.
0: It's brutal. Karen Allen, I, thank you, Carmelita.
1: And a, a very, speaking of signs of the lambs, you know, very different, but just her being blind in that room with with Virgil, kind of you know makes you think about Agent Starling down there in the, yeah. in, the in the basement, blacked out with um, hell yeah with with our Buffalo Bill there. Um, yeah, man, that that part with her stumbling backwards. By the way, the mom, I, I'm sorry, terrible judgment, zero yeah. zero like radar. She's the landlady, right? And she wants to fuck, dude. She's ready for fucking get a bigger dildo or something like use better judgment yeah try and snag one of those rabbits i hear they're all the rabbits. hurling herself at this guy who clearly Mm -hmm. has zero interest
0: she is like 2007 tom brady just throwing pussy at (laughs) him.
1: just just
0: 80 yard bombs of (laughs) puss yeah bouncing off this guy's helmet
1: (laughs) hoping randy moss is downrange (laughs) exactly he wasn't where was he yeah just hawking the puss downfield man but despite her terrible judgment leading to her demise it doesn't make you feel any less for for young jesse Mm -hmm. um and yeah that was probably there's a lot of creepy moments in this in this episode and it's it's heavy and it's dark enough that I, I think you watch it, and you don't assume anyone is really safe after they start dropping some bodies. Yep. And when she's kind of backpedaling herself out of the apartment. Oh, what a great moment of
0: tension, Ooh. isn't it? That's scary shit, man. God. And and they do such a great and amazing, when, they, when they're like, all right, Ellen Kaminsky, we left a message on our answer machine, we've zeroed it down, we've checked off our list, we've done police work, we see the urgency, and he shows up at the house, and he's in dire straits. He just killed somebody and now he's concerned that they're onto him. So he goes where he doesn't think they'll track her. And, you know, we have this whole scene where, where he stood her up. I mean, she stood him up because she was insecure and nervous about it. And now he uses that to gain entrance to the house. You know, mm. she's like, he's like, you like, I, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. If you stood me up for two hours, <sighs> just let yeah. me in. And he does. And then, I love watching this whole thing. I love watching the way this unfolds. Her being like, wow, he's here. I don't I don't know what to do. And and you feel bad because even now she's insecure in the way she's dressed. And you know, she knows who she is and she's not you know, she she it's okay to say that some people are super pretty and some people aren't. There's nothing wrong with that. Otherwise, pretty is meaningless physically. And I think she's insecure. She's like, Whoa, this guy totally caught me off guard. I'm wearing like a fucking house shirt let me let me dress let me dress better and then she's like oh i'm excited i going not gonna believe who's here and she sends that message to her friend but dude the fbi
1: fucking thing coming through in the way with, she hacks and with him standing oh, in the doorway fuck and i love that she's not like she doesn't go superhero here she no she she, she, she fucking, loses it she breaks she's fucking petrified of course, of course she course. would be um but yeah. she, she has the moment of redemption later yes badass so badass. badass. For once, Scully isn't, doesn't have to be saved by the man, Mulder. <laughs> the shot, it's interesting because they deliberately
0: show her putting her gun down as she grabs the supplies to treat the chemical burns. And yes. then she rushes back in, and you're like, fuck, she left her gun in there. That's the first thing I thought.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah, well, because Malta's just you know like a typical FBI <laughs> agent, yeah, just chasing a black kid who's looking to tag like the side <laughs> of a brick building. <laughs> Surprised, didn't shoot him. Is your name Osama? <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, dude, great tension that moment, and um, when uh, when Ellen draws down and and drops our our boy Virgil there, and she's. You know she's physically all fucked up right she just had that goop shit pulled out of her mouth it's like her eyes are all red because all her pores were be- covered by whatever this weird shit he secretes and she's stand there in the doorway looking that over. shot of her
0: is badass Gun- yeah that
1: i like that she looks shot- ugh, just terrible and i i kind of forgot but that stoic right yes yes i mean like she looks worse for wear right like she's um, just got attacked by a monster. Right. But like because right before that <laughs> it was like boy, you didn't you didn't feel comfortable dating before. Like, how's the next one around gonna go? No kidding. And fuck boy. But then that happens and you're like, all right, she probably comes out a little stronger for it. A little wiser, yeah, you know? It's, it's badass. I the like fucking, it. What an episode. Fucking good shit, man. I love this episode, dude. And I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. You know what, man? I went into went into this with a strong like, and you, within the first five minutes, you pulled me back up to a love. How about that, huh? Pulled me right up there. Fucking You Lifted me up <laughs> by my bootstraps. Um, <laughs> I don't think I gave enough credit. That's really good, dude. It's really It's really fucking good. And yeah. Man, you raised a lot of good points. The shots of the fucking guys
0: just working urgently, like to do police work. like They're, they're urgent. Yeah. Like you feel such a sense of, Oh my God, this guy's who's next. Like you, you know how we joke about this in the show sometimes when it falters, We're like, Hey guys, there's somebody killing people. Get going. Be, you know, be urgent. <laughs> yeah. There's so much urgency in this episode. Like you would imagine there would be. And in so much in everyone's coming together, there's no like, well, I'm a fucking fucking little douchebag con and I'm not going to do that. No, this is my fucking case. I think he does say this is my case, which I hate. But, um, but, but but they really do kind of come together. Like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. Let's do this. Thirty eight names. Call these names. Track these names. Email these names. Let's go. We got we got fucking lives hanging in the balance here, people. Let's pretend we care about this paycheck and the people. You know, it's awesome. Yep,
1: I like it. Fucking uh, a, baby. Fucking a. Listener comments. Yes. Yes. Carmelita
0: Valdez-McCoy, such a great X-Files, uh, such a great episode, X-Files warned us about catfishing before catfishing was a thing, which didn't stop me from looking for love in all the wrong chat rooms, When I finally got internet access at home a year or two later. Ooh, but ASL? I'll tell you this, no, if an sure. Italian lip professor tells me his name is Virgil Encanto, I'm, clo- I'm clocking that as a fake identity immediately, <laughs> this go around, and I was really trying to figure out what the point of the misogynistic local cops in this episode, is, is it just me or is it kind of tacked on? Um, I picked that reason for that point. It is tacked on. I think it exists parallel in that women are victims, but it doesn't ever really cross paths back into the major through line, which is unfortunate.
1: I like it. Uh, I got one from uh, Thomas Wrightswell. Huh. Now admit I occasionally favor a slightly heavier set gentleman when I go looking for someone to have my wicked way with. So I totally get where Encanto is coming from.
0: Nice. <laughs> he likes
1: Hopper. He's a Hopper man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I barely. I'm Hopper season two. Yeah. Right. When he starts to pack on the pounds. Season one, he's still pretty. Season three, he's looking like, Oof. well, maybe three. So I'm thinking of, yeah. Um, what is that? Is that, is that a bear? The big, uh, I believe that is called the, a in bear gay,
0: in the gay community, In the gay community. Bear. Yeah. Um,
1: I would be an otter. I was told, which is awesome interesting because it's my favorite animal. No shit. Sure. Why, uh, why? What is an otter? Uh, like skinny or or like fair, somewhat athletic-ish and hairy. Oh, interesting. I wonder what
0: I would be. I'm curious.
1: Yeah, you're not the hairy. Right? Hit me up, gay people. <laughs> Let, <laughs> Let me know. Yeah, I want to know. <clears throat> yeah, Pump otter. my self-esteem a little, for Christ's sakes. Anyway, um, Thomas <laughs> goes on. I'm pleased to say, however, that's where the similarities end. I don't devour fat to keep my skincare routine on point. I might give the Italian poetry a try, though. <laughs> As others have said, a creepy gross Monster of the Week episode with an interesting killer. Got to admit, I was totally suckered in by the ending like Scully. I had relaxed, placed my loaded service revolver on the floor, and gone <laughs> into the bathroom, convinced that Mulder was hot on the trail of the killer. Luckily for both of us, Ellen Kaminsky turned out to be quite the marksman. Solid like from me. All right. Booyah. Booyah. And you you kind of already handled Ms. Lot. Um, there's
0: a couple more if we want to jump on it. Alan Michael Poole has never posted in the X-File group, so let's just read him. Yeah. Um, he's a, he's a big time LSG guy, but I don't know why, I don't know why, sorry. But this, along with Brookman and Squeeze, is one of those eps that always stuck with me. Is it because of a unique way he dispatches victims? Because there was sex in it and I was raised in a super conservative household? Because I'm pretty sure he married Dana Barrett and was not only Oscar dad, but also that dick who wouldn't follow Data's orders. (laughs) Holy fucking shit, he is the guy that didn't follow Data's orders. Holy shit, that's a good pull. Nice. The final shot still haunts me.
1: And yeah, the husband from Ghostbusters 2, is that what he means? The guy that married Dana Barrett? Yeah, dude. Fuck. Fuck. Wow. That's a deep pull. Deep pull. I'm like I'm scrolling madly through the IMDb. I was gonna say that's
0: a really good pull by you because I was like, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I said yes reflexively to not look
1: dumb, but I don't even know. (laughs) I'm assuming I don't see. Uh, anyway, whatever. Um, good shit, man. So we'll be uh we'll be back in uh our normal time two weeks or Sunday. Yeah. Well, if you're listening, if you're not listening live, then um, that shit might have already happened. Go fuck yourself. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the reason to tune in live because we're gonna do a little live watch along. You're not even gonna hear the an episode. That's just for the live crowd. Sunday at noon. Nice. Um and we are talking talking the walk next. Oh, is that what we're doing? And that will be another commentary. That will be an actual released episode of the commentary. Huh. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about that, dude. Yep. So, um, I don't know if there's anything else I want to say about this. I think I've kind of said it all, but man, what a fucking surprise. Dude,
1: thank you for being so on point and so fired up, man. Got me all excited for this one. It was such
0: a good episode, man. I I had no fucking idea what I was walking into with this shit. Because I was like, again, the tag, the the, 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 uh, what am I trying to mutter? The way Uh, it's written, I'm like, oh, this is the dumbest thing ever, Right. Like I imagined a guy being like, In the so Like just fucking spitting beautiful Italian, like yelling up in windows like Cyrano de Bergerac, like fucking <laughs> You know, I don't know, whatever those people say. But um yeah, dude. Crazy. Good shit. Good shit. Well, I guess um I guess it's time for us to get out of here, Josh. You want to tell these good people goodbye?
1: Wait, was she a great big fat person?
0: listening to the X-Files podcast by LSG Media. Visit us on the web at libertystreetgeek.net. That's libertystreetgeek.net.